Welcome to Grown and Tender. This is my podcast about finding a life partner when you're single and vibrantly over 40. I'm your host, Nadia Edwards, and I found the live from my pot in my 40s. Here I'll share some stories, some tips, and have special guests that will share their journey with you. So listen in. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Grown and Tender. With me today is my bestie, Tyrona. Hey, everyone. Um, So Tyrona, let's jump into why dating over 40 is harder than dating earlier in your life. Let's let's jump into that because I think there are a lot of reasons... um, Maybe we'll discuss, you know, a handful or so. We have a lot of topics that can come up on just that alone. Yeah. So the the first thing I want to talk about um, is divorce. I think divorce may complicate being able to date in your forties. And and here's here here are my thoughts. One, there are more divorcees in the pool. Uh, unfortunately, the divorce rate is extremely high. Um, and there are a lot of divorcees and I think that causes people to be very cautious, right? Because you have to ask, you have to ask certain questions. Is that person over their former husband, former wife? You know, are they, are they done with that? What is that called? That, that morning, (laughs) That morning period. I don't know what you call it, but I think if you've been in a relationship with someone for a long time, I mean, depends on what you consider long, but let's say you were married to someone for three, four years. To me, that's a, that's a good or, amount of time. Yeah, or substan- any substantial amount of time, right? And you're dealing with them on a daily basis. Do you, when the relationship is over, do you just like fall out of love with them? Like, how do you... How do you move on from that? Are you looking for someone who's exactly like them? Or do you start looking for someone who's the total opposite? Mm. Yeah. And so that brings up, you have to find out how long this person that you may want to date, how long have they been single? Like you really have to ask that question. You know, you've been married for, I don't know, 10 years. You've been divorced for six months. You may want to just, you know, have a light lunch. (laughs) (laughs) See, now here you go bringing up food. You know how I feel about food. I like food too. (laughs) (laughs) But for me, I don't know. I think if I'm trying to put myself in that situation, Um, because I've been married now almost four years. Would I be over him in a short amount of time? Mm, I don't think so. I think I think I would have to be single for about a year or two. Me, just me personally. Yeah, a year or two just to uh, just to kind of get him completely out of my system. Mm, I think there's there's like a formula or something that says if you were in a relationship for. X amount of years, then you should give yourself X amount of years to feel better. I don't remember what it is. Is it like a year for every year you've been in a relationship? I don't know, but I think just because <laughs> uh, at this age, yeah, um, I think I would just hang out with my girls for a while. 
and hope that some of them are single or that their husbands won't be like, nah, you can't go on vacation with her. So J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, Jenny from the block, depending on how you refer to her. J-Lo, I love her. So J-Lo recently um, ended her engagement to A-Rod. Yeah, that was something. I, I never saw them together. I didn't think they were going to get married for some reason. I just never, mm. I never thought they were going to go all the way. But they've been together for a while. That they were. I think they were just better in a relationship. But it's interesting. Do you think J-Lo will have a hard time um, finding someone? Because she's in her late 40s, I think. Yeah, I think she is. Um, I don't think she's going to have a hard time finding prospects. Mm. However, I don't think she's going to jump right into a full-blown relationship. Mm. But let's look at J-Lo's history. So J-Lo's in her late 40s. J-Lo has been married, what, about three times now? I think it is three. So three times, that's three divorces she has under her belt. And... Like, I sit down, like, wait a minute, she has three divorces? <laughs> like, is she... Uh, she's the common denominator? She's the common... Well, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. I would have to look into her, her dating history. But then she also ended her engagement with Ben Affleck. And oh, yeah, they were Benefer, right? They were Benefer. So Ben Affleck, who was also divorced, and I hear that she has kind of hooked up with him again now. So you have the two divorcees together. And then Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, he was also divorced. So the divorcees are dating divorcees. It's like a whole uh, divorcees in the pool. And that might actually work. It may actually work. Because they both already know what they're looking for in a relationship because they've already been in a somewhat long-term relationship or at least a substantial amount of time being married to someone. Um, That's interesting. So now that you are divorced, what kind of change do you begin to look for, do you think? Wow. I, I I would think you would look for someone who is a little bit different than your ex. That's what I would think. I, I would definitely hope that you would try to figure out what went wrong, maybe, what you didn't see eye to eye on, what, what um, things in his character you did not appreciate, and make sure whoever you're going to move forward with or start dating, that you look for that stuff. So if it's, let's say, if it is that your ex-husband did not support you in your, I don't know, in your like business pursuits. Let's say he didn't, he didn't show any excitement, whether he supported or not, just to, uh, to show that he's interested. Um, that may be the thing that you didn't appreciate. So in this new person, you wanna maybe talk about your interests, talk about your business pursuits and see how they react. Are they going to say, oh, wow, that sounds like a great idea. Tell me more. <laughs> but what if they don't have that entrepreneurial mind? Then what? Well, if your ex-husband didn't have that entrepreneurial mind or 
that entrepreneurial level of respect, I guess, or support, then, and that's what you need, then you would probably not look to move forward with this new person, if that's what you need. True, because, you know, once you already have that in your mind of what you're going to do, you're not going to let anybody stop you. Right, right, right. But, you know, we talk about trying to find change. If your ex-husband at some point didn't want to go out anymore and you still had a desire to go out. And we, we definitely have to get rid of the perspective <laughs> because, I mean, the whole point is looking for something different. So let's say, just for the sake of argument, um, you want to go rock climbing, something you've never done before, but you're just throwing some ideas out there. If he's not going to go with you, he'll have to come up with something new and exciting that you haven't done that'll pique your interest. Right. But were you going rock climbing with your ex-husband? Uh, you might want to do it different because he didn't want to do it, but you still, in the back of your mind, wanted mm, to do that. Right. So I'm, right. Okay. So I just want to make sure because if you're looking to do to do something different to have a change. You sh it should probably be something different than what you did with your exactly. your ex-husband. Yes. Or else all you're doing is trying to find a new ex. <laughs> and, and, and you're repeating the same bad habit. Yeah, maybe. Which means, which means that you probably did not give yourself enough time to get over the breakup. Yep. What do you think about dating too seriously? Like women over 40 it's harder for them because they, they take dating a little too seriously and probably because they don't want to waste time. Now that's a hard one. When you get a certain age, you don't have time to waste anymore. Especially if you waited a while after your divorce to be with someone you kind of want to accelerate the process. Right, because you already know what worked, what didn't work, what you want, what you need. Exactly. So now you're looking for just for maybe two weeks. You're like, okay, our conversations, if they steer too far off the left, I, I don't have time. <laughs> two weeks. That's it? Two weeks. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. What I can definitely admit to was in my in the early stages, I had this this way of interrogating dates because I didn't want to waste time. Like I wanted to be like, you know, by the fifth date, I need to know what's happening here, buddy. Like what's going on? I would have like a list of questions. Now, I didn't have the questions written down, but I definitely had them jotted down in my in my head. Um, and I again, when I had hired the dating coach, he kind of taught me that that is not the way <laughs> to date. And, you know, dating should be a fun activity, right? Date is, date is a verb. That it is. And it should be something where you, where you actively engage in to get to know someone, but not, not do it by interrogation. I would fail because I would probably interrogate too. 
you cannot interrogate because it makes the other person feel very uncomfortable. But it is an interview. It's like <laughs> I'm interviewing you to see if we have anything in common, if we're wasting each other's time. So that's why I said two weeks. It's like you're going to be on the phone pretty much every night during those two weeks or a day, whatever your time frame is. And if he doesn't fall in that certain category, you'll be like, nah, yeah. I don't have time for this. You know, it's interesting how you say you're going to be on the phone every night with this one person. And I'm looking at you like, what? Because I'm dating like, you know, four men, four or five men at a time. There's no way I'm going to monopolize my, my ear time with <laughs> one person every night. Like, <laughs> that would be too much for me. Well, see, I was given the one person okay. that two-week time frame. Yeah. Um, but then if you were talking to more than one, I guess uh, somebody's not getting no ear time at night. I, I definitely enjoyed the, the dating more than one person at the same time because you are not so focused on one person. And, and it, it, it allows you to date in a more fun way. And you don't take it that seriously. You're not focused on that one person. When you have four or five, you're like, oh my, what, am, what are we doing tomorrow? You know, what am I doing with this one tomorrow? Is rock climbing on Monday? Uh, French cafe on Tuesday? <laughs> I'm going to the French cafe. You know, is it the theater on Wednesday? And it kind of spaces things out. You could kind of be a little bit more relaxed, you know, take it date by date and see how things go. You almost make me feel like I want to be single for a little while just to figure out how it all goes again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So do you have any other um, thoughts about why dating over 40 is, is harder? I would think because, like we said, you're in a substantial relationship and you haven't dated for a long time. Yeah. And it's like, well, where do you even go to find, where do you put yourself to find someone to yeah. date? I'm, I'm so glad you, you mentioned that. Um, the other day I, I was, you know, I'm always on social media of some, some platform and there was this woman who, you know, it's in her, she may be like 50, I think. And she had put out a question asking about uh, Facebook, like Facebook has Facebook dating now or something. And she was asking like, is that the place to go <laughs> to meet men? And, you know, it was interesting because she's like, she hasn't like dated in a while and now she's trying to figure this out. And a friend of her, friend of hers told her, hey, get up on Facebook dating, babe. <laughs> that's, yeah. where the, that's where the men at. That's where it's going now. Everything is social media platform. So you have singles. Uh, what is that? Uh, what do they call those things? The, the dating apps? The dating apps. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm a little antiquated. Forgive me. But um, you swipe left or swipe right. And you wonder, oh, but do you go by what he looks like? I think as an introduction, you should. Because, of that, and that's what those platforms do, right? It allows you the access to people, to men. 
right? That you're not, you, you can meet online, dating apps, whatever platform, you can meet like 20 men in, you know, a couple of hours. You will never meet 20 men if you just walk outside your front door. Well, you can if you go to an all singles event. Do they have those? Yeah, okay. they have mixers still where um, people are all in one room. Yeah. What, there's even something, what did they call a thing where you suppress the button? Speed dating? Speed dating. I get it. Those dating platforms, you can like swipe. Okay, let's see. Let's see what his interests are. Hmm, no, nah, not about it. Click, go to the next one. <laughs> yeah, can... I think you would have more of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, options. More options, yeah. Because like you say, you can go quickly. Oh, okay, he likes bike riding, uh, movies. And you're like, eh, that's the same thing my husband did. I don't want to do that anymore. I want something different. So you can look for other aspects that they like to do. And if, you're, and if you're physically attracted to this picture, uh, so some dating apps have pictures. Um, some have, I think some have like live chats, like the, the, the breadth of difference in these dating apps is, is so profound now that you can actually talk to the person. So if you see a guy, you're like, oh wow, interest match, he sounds interesting, I'm attracted to him. There are apps that allow you to do this live chat. You can have a conversation before actually going out. Um, but it's, it is, it's difficult after you haven't been in the dating scene for a while and you try to get back into it. And like, yeah, where, where do I go? Where are people meeting, right? Um, the same way how this woman is asking, is Facebook dating a thing? I didn't even know Facebook <laughs> had dating. I didn't either. Yeah. I guess it's a good thing I'm married because I probably wouldn't even know where to start. Well, you will find out. That's why Google, as I call it, is <laughs> a, it's a wonderful thing. Um, so for those who don't know, I call Google, Google, because we have a special relationship. Yeah. Just saying. I call it my second brain because when I lose my train of thought, I kind of type in what I was thinking and Google just knows how to finish my thought. <laughs> what about having more responsibility when you're in your 40s? What actually do you mean? So when you hit your 40s, you probably have a career that's probably booming, right? Probably, I would hope so. I have a career. You probably have children that you're raising. Um, you have all the other stuff in between, trying to stay healthy, um, taking care of the house. And with all that responsibility, now you have to try to figure out, like we were saying, like where do you go to date? And how, how do you make time to date? when you have all that stuff, when you have those time constraints. Time management is something I'm still working on, so I don't know how these people would squeeze in dating. Yeah, so it gets, it gets tricky when you're over 40 because you do have, I think, a lot more responsibility, a lot more stuff going on than when you're a lot younger. I think that's why it's so much easier when you're younger. When you get past that certain age, you're so used to doing you. you. You keep yourself together. You're maintaining different things. You know, not for nothing, but going back to the divorcee, you know, when we got married, 
I was a nice old fashioned bottle shape Coke bottle. <laughs> when you get married, you've been married for years, you kind of let yourself go and you become a little two liter. So when you realize you are a two liter, Maybe it's time to go and start exercising, find a gym. And there you might meet someone who also is now enjoying working out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just staying healthy is important. Yes. Right? You don't have to be a coca bottle. No, you're a two liter now. <laughs> a coca. How'd it go? <laughs> you don't have to be that shape, but you definitely should be healthy. Um healthy you know try to tone up a little because you're not trying to when you're in 40s you shouldn't be trying to compete with the 20 year olds that's just we would would probably lose (laughs) that's just a little unrealistic um but but, being healthy is the main key keep yourself in good shape maybe not that shape that you thought you should be but healthy Uh, change up your diet a little bit work out Maybe play some tennis. Tennis is a nice sport. I hear it works your whole body. Yeah, it's not it's not easy, but it's definitely fun. Um, so I just want to make sure that we have some tips for the listeners that they can um, they can find useful. So I would say, you know, if you are going through a divorce or are divorced that you should just give yourself some time to heal, right? Give yourself some time to heal. Dating over 40 is hard enough, um, but trying to recover and heal after a divorce is, um, it, it takes a lot of time, right? Yes, it does. Yeah. And don't take dating too seriously. You know, go out, meet people. Have fun. Have some fun. Try all the different dating platforms if you haven't dated in a while. And just start meeting people. Put up a nice profile pic. You know, get your hair done. Get your nails did. (laughs) Put a little lipstick on. And, you know, start dating. Have some fun. Don't interrogate. Um, And then I have what I also think is important is you know, when you're in your 40s, you definitely have a lot of responsibility. So just make some time, you know, two hours every other day. So you have an opportunity to meet someone to go on a date to, to allow that romantic part some time. Yes. And most of all, stay healthy. Yeah, stay healthy. Thank you for joining me this week on the Grown and Tender podcast. Follow Grown and Tender on Instagram for updates or go to grownandtender.com. Oh, and every first Thursday, I'll answer listeners' questions. So send me your questions. Send it to podcast at grownandtender.com. Also, please subscribe to the show so you can catch every new episode as it drops. Listen in next Thursday.